<laughs> What's up, good people? It's time for another session of that verbal cardio, man. What's going on, man? Back at it, man, for another week, man. I'm on a roll. I'm on a roll. Tootsie Roll. Y'all remember Tootsie Roll? Y'all remember that? Anyway, man. I'm back, man. We here again, man. Once again, man. And yo, you know I got my co-host. Water is in the building, man. Always in the house. Always my trusty verbal cardio co-host, you know? Mm. Ooh. Got a little lemon in there, huh? A little lemon juice in there. Okay, all right. Ooh, we're water, man. Shout out to water, man. Shout out to the best of all time, water, man. Water's going to get respect in these streets in this day and age. In this day and age. I thought I was going to do something a little different this week with verbal cardio. I was going to take it to the people, man. See what the people want, wanted me to touch on in these verbal cardio streets. So, uh, you know. I'm going to dabble in uh, some of these topics y'all want me to touch on for this episode, uh, you know. I won't be talking about a movie in this particular episode, but uh, we're going to see. We're going to see what the people are saying. Uh, first thing, one of the first things that comes up, marriage. Marriage, for example. Um, marriage, uh, I mean, that's pretty uh, broad, but not really, I guess. Uh, marriage is cool. I've been married before. Um, I was married for about... Nine years. Marriage is marriage is cool, man. I respect marriage. I like it, you know. Wasn't the best husband. I'll put that out there. But um the actual art and act and you know, the the institution of marriage is a is a cool thing. It's a good thing. Um Is it for everybody? That depends on the individuals involved. But um yeah, marriage is marriage is a cool it's a cool partnership, man. It's a cool little family build, you know what I'm saying? Y'all a team. And that's cool. And a lot of people, you know, a spouse is is like your everything, really. Like even more so than the kids. Like, you know, our kids are everything. We die for our kids. But a lot of people are like, I don't know if I would die for my spouse, but when you when you really think about it, like your kids are gonna move away and like build their own nest, you're still gonna be with your spouse. Like you know, that's if y'all all in, no cheating, no none of that. The marriage is lifelong, and then y'all are just you know that's your that's your ride or die for real right there. Because the kids got their own place, they down the street, they in another state, but you and your you and your uh, husband wife right there with you, man. That's crazy. That's crazy to think about, man. They right there. They right there, man. You know? They right there. Right there with you, man. Chilling. Cold killing. You know what I mean? Scandalous minds, somebody says. Scandalous minds. I don't even know what that really means. Sounds like a TV show. Scandalous minds on Lifetime. You know? I don't know what a scandalous mind is. There's some scandalous individuals out here. Scandalous. Let me tell you what I don't like. I don't like dudes that um, inquire about my sex life. You know, now, I'm not talking about friends. I'm talking about like you know. I saw. I, I can't. I, I rolled up on a a female comedian friend of mine last night. We were we were at the High High Comedy Club. And she was telling me, man, people. People are people would love to know your business, Tony. Like you know, they be asking me like, who you dating? Who Tony smashing? 
And, you know, some of them are dudes asking. I'm like, why are dudes asking who I'm smashing? Like, why are they worried about it? Like, I don't get that. Like, why why are you worried about it? I can see if I had an STD and you want to know, you don't want to dabble in who I've dabbled with because, you know, you might catch something. But, like, you know, I'm STD-free out here. So, other than that, other than the health risk, what are you asking for? Like, why are you in my... Why are you in my business like that, fellas? Like, why does it matter who I'm smashing? I'm low-key. I'm low-key McGee out here, man. I don't get that. I can get why women are asking to a degree, but, like, I don't, I don't get that. Like, why? It shouldn't even matter who I'm smashing. Don't worry about it. Get up out of my business. But, like, here's the, on the scandal tip. Like, I, I feel like th- there was this one dude. There was a girl I dated for a little bit. And he overheard me telling somebody else, like, yeah, yeah, you know, we dated. And then um, he was just like, oh. And then he asked me again, what, what you, you know, oh, y'all dated? You know, just to confirm it. I'm like, yeah, you know, and I wasn't thinking nothing of it. Then he going to go back to her because he knew her. And he going to go back to her and put, her, put his bed in. And then when she shot him down, well, you let Tony Baker, you know. You let Tony Baker, you know. And I'm like, what do we? I, I think that's weak, man, as a man, though. Like, don't throw me in the mix for your own, uh, <laughs> for your own holeritical game. You know what I'm saying? I just made the word up, man, holeritical. Instead of political game, it's holeritical because you're trying to holler, but you're trying to you throw me under the bus or whatever, use me for an example. I shouldn't even come up, man. I ain't got nothing to do with that. You know what I'm saying? I'm not mad because you tried to holler. You know, the dudes are going to do what dudes do. I'm not that dude be like, hey, man, I'll be trying to holler at my girl that I used to talk to. I'm No, I'm talking about don't try to use me for a holeritical game. Don't try to, don't try to, because I feel like, oh, because Tony got it. I, I'm damn sure in. You're not me. You're not me, dog. And I'm not, I'm not on some cocky stuff, but like, we all different. You're not me, you know. We just all different. You're not me. There, there is no other Tony Baker out there, man. I'm one of a kind. I'm a unique model. You feel me? You feel me? But I was just, I just thought that was wagging on some whole stuff, man. Don't don't put another man down for holeritical gain, and don't don't try to compare or just throw me in the mix as an, as an example. Like, well, if you let Tony, I'm I'm damn sure in now. You think you better than me out here? You think, oh, oh, you gave Tony a shot, you'll give anybody a shot. Hey, hold on now. Shoot. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a prize out here. You know, I mean, I ain't got much money and, you know, I'm okay looking, but still, this personality, you, you can't, you can't just get this personality willy-nilly out here. This personality is award, it's award winning, baby. Come on, man. I thought that was whack, man, on the dude tip, man. Just shoot your shot. Leave other dudes out of it, man. Just shoot your shot. Holeritical game. That's a new word, man. Um, somebody said the shape of the earth. I really don't care about the flat earth, round earth theory. Like the earth is flat. I really don't give a shit. You know what I'm saying? Like I really don't. It really, it really doesn't matter to me. I mean, I'm still breathing. The clouds are moving. I'm drinking water. I'm eating. You know, I'm walking. I'm sleeping. Whether it's whether it's flat or a sphere, I'm still doing the same shit. I don't I don't see myself ever leaving this planet. You know? So if it's flat, 
Spherical, okay. What what they got? How much are the plane tickets? The plane tickets going down? Are we getting cheaper flights? No, wouldn't okay. It doesn't matter to me, man. I could care less. They thought the world was flat, and they oh, it's spherical. Oh, okay, whatever. You know, we don't know what's going on out there. It is weird that they don't do travel to the moon anymore. I, I still think I still think the astronauts got threatened when they went to the moon because I figured we'd be up there every week with the technology we got brewing now. But man, let's go to the moon this weekend. Bet. Let's hit it up. Let's put a Starbucks up here. Let's put a let's put a coffee bean and tea leaf in this crater right here. It'd be a nice little nice little nook. You know what I mean? But if it's flat, so what? If it's if it's still spherical like it's always been, like the globes, well, let's get it then. I feel like I'm not going to personally see it for myself anyway. So it really doesn't matter. You know what I mean? But that'd be crazy. It's a crazy visual to see a flat Earth, though. Like when you leave the planet and look back, it looked like a, a flatbread pizza with, you know, some type of blue cheese and stuff. That, that would be a weird visual. But what if it is? That's crazy out here. What if it really is flat? That's wild business, man. Um, dickhead supervisor, somebody said. Oh, you got a dickhead supervisor? Um, that's tough, man. That's tough. I don't have a supervisor, so I can't relate. But but have I had a dickhead supervisor? I mean... I'm kind. Of, I was kind. Of, I'm kind of blessed to you know. Even when I was working nine to fives, I never really had. I had a true dickhead supervisor, man. Uh, I remember I worked at McDonald's. Managers was cool, you know. Um, when I worked at Dairy Queen for like two years, I had a good rapport with my managers. They were kind of lenient with me, man. They were kind of because I was late all the time. Man, I was the superstar of the drive-through window at Dairy Queen, man. I was. I was killing the game. I had this superstar swagger, you know what I'm saying? I was making banana splits, you know what I'm saying? The blizzards, boom, boom, pow, steak finger basket, chicken finger basket, whatever you need, I'm going to ring you up. I'm going to make the icy treats. I got you, man. I was killing the game at the drive-thru. I was award-winning in the drive-thru, man. I was killing it, man. So, you know, I come in, you know, 10, 15 minutes late. I will say this. My punctuality is horrible. I need to work on it, and I feel like it's really going to hurt me. Career-wise, I got to step it up on, on being late. That's fact. But I was late at Dairy Queen. But my managers never really dug into me like they could have. So it wasn't a real – I'm trying to think of some some dickhead supervisors I may have had. Um, and I let people know, man. Like, when you upset me, I let you know, man. You're going to feel it. I don't care if you are a supervisor. I'll risk it. I'll get fired. That's one thing about me, man. Money don't keep my mouth shut. Like, I, I got to get out how I feel. That's why I be on social media heavy with the stuff people don't like that, that for me to say. I'm going to say it anyway. And if you don't want to hire me because of what I said, well, then I don't want to break bread with you anyway. Because I'm not out here preaching hate or, you know, stuff like that. I believe in what I'm saying. So, you know, people are like, I don't want to work with him because he cares about black folks getting killed by the cops. Oh, that, that, that offends you? That's too much? I don't want to break bread with your punk ass anyway. How about that? So the dickhead supervisor, I don't know what you can do, man. Just let the dickhead supervisor know how you feel. Whatever the, whatever the supervisor is doing for, for him or her to qualify as a dickhead, let them know how you feel, how, how they make you feel. Express that. 
Pull them to the side. Can I talk to you for a minute? And let them know how you feel. Like, man, you know what I'm saying? You being a real, don't say dick, but just say, look, you being a real, you being a real shitty individual out here in these uh, <laughs> occupational streets, man. I don't like your attitude. I don't like how you talk to me. I don't like the assignments you give me. You being a real, you being a real shitty individual. And I don't like it, you know. Say it like that, but not, of course, shithead, take that out. But just, you know. Let them know that you're not happy with how you're being treated. Let's see, see if it works. And then if they don't, if they don't give a shit, they don't change their actions. They be like, "Well, if you don't like it, then leave." Well, raise up, leave. Oh, oh so I'm that expendable? You think I won't leave? You think I'm gonna put up with the treatment? I'm out of here, man. And that's easier. That's easier said than done for a dude that doesn't have a nine to five. But I just look at jobs like if it's a job I'm not in love with or passionate about anyway, I'm I quit. I'm out. I'm out, man. Or be a dickhead back. That way they fire you and you get unemployment. Do that. Be a dickhead back. Oh, you going to be a dickhead? I'll be a dickhead right back. We'll have a dickhead off at the job. And then you get fired, you can get unemployment. And then you can go work for a better supervisor. That's just that's just my two cents on that. You know what I'm saying? Um, the importance... In what a fool believes. A lot of people ask me, if you're not familiar with my Tony Baker voiceovers, I do. Whenever I do a crocodile or alligator, they're always singing What a Fool Believes by the Doobie Brothers. What a fool believes he sees. No wise man has the power to rule it away. I sing that because, first of all, I love the song. But I think that I gave it to the alligators, crocodiles, alligators and crocodiles. Date. Can y'all hear the blinds rustling? Alligators and crocodiles are like living dinosaurs. Like they are, they are among us, but they look like something straight out of a, a Jurassic Park film. They are true like dinosaurs. They are reptilian, spiky, sharp teeth can kill us. Scaly, just walking around, hands and feet. They are out here among us. This is what dinosaurs would look like, only smaller. And those things are huge now. So it's like, wow, these creatures actually exist. So it's like, man. So what a fool believes is that a human is going to predict how they're going to act. It's going to just, you know, carry them, do tricks with them, put their head, put our heads in their mouths for, for shits and giggles. What a fool believes is that you believe you can do this to this creature and not catch wreck. What a fool believes, man. Y'all playing with these animals. What a fool believes, man. Y'all believe that these aren't dinosaurs walking amongst us, man. It's crazy, man. So What a Fool Believes is my choice in song for that. Because it's, it's a lot of you fools out here. It's a lot of you fools out here, man. Um, and let me, let, me, let me tap the like button on the ones that I touched on. Shape of the Earth, Dickhead Supervisor, the importance of What a Fool Believes. Trump, I'm avoiding. I'm sick of talking about him. People spending a thousand dollars on the iPhone X, but complaining rent due and car about to be repoed. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's always something new with these phones. As soon as you buy the newest phone, the the other new phone is right behind it. Oh, you bought the iPhone X? Well, the iPhone XX is coming out next week. 
Man, I, I can't chase. I can't chase this technology, man. I'ma always be paying up. Every time they drop something new, something new is right behind, and that's how they keep us. That's how they keep us with them, man. Oh, let's, let's keep it new. Bam, bam, bam. We chasing technology. A thousand dollars for a phone? I pass on that, man. Cause my phone is working just fine. I'm using it right now. My phone is working just fine. What else can you add? What else do you need? What else do you really need on the cell phone that's not already featured? Now they got some kind of where you can use your face to unlock your phone. You know how many girlfriends are going to be unlocking phones with your sleep face? You're going to be laying there asleep. She's going to put it to your face. Access codes to your phone. Then she's going to be going through there. She's going to be seeing the little text back and forth for you and the little your girl at work or whatever, your, your little work wife, whatever, whatever the case may be. I'll pass on that. Even though I'm single and don't have a girl to worry about that, that right there, nah, man. That's something nobody asks for. Why we need it? Because it's cool that you ain't got to punch nothing in, but the fingerprint, that's not a lot of work. I'm happy with the fingerprint getting in there. It's still not a lot of work. You know what I mean? $1,000 is ridiculous. And if you're struggling to pay rent, your car payments is past due, the repo man is looking for you, pay those bills. Don't worry about this phone. Don't worry about keeping up with the Joneses. Get your bills paid on time. Worry about that, man. That should be your key focus out here, man. Um, what else? Women understanding how important sex is to men when in the relationship. Tired of hearing my homeboys cheating stories. Okay. Um, sex is important. I think sex is important to men and women. Um, you know, men get labeled as the, you know, the sexual half of the relationship I know women that are just as sexual, if not more, you know. I feel like I'm I'm at a place in my life where um, I'm kind of cool on sex. Like, I have it here and there, but it's not like I need it. You know what I mean? Like, I'll have sex and be chilling for days, weeks, months. I'll be like, all right. Yeah, do I get horny? Sure. But since I'm single, I will say this, though. Since I'm single and I'm not up under a woman uh, day after day, it's easier for me to not be, like, craving sex like that. You know, I still see women like, damn, she look good as hell. I imagine it, you know, dabble in porn here and there, you know, handle the solo business. But I I don't know. I don't, I'm not out there looking for sex. Like, I got to smash some tonight. Anything, 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 please. No, I'll be chilling. I'll be chilling. I can have a lot more sex, but I'll be like, oh, I'm, I'm cool, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm good, you know. But I know, you know, there's some women out there that could that could take take it down every day. Like, let me get that every day. Let me get that every morning. And who knows? I could be that guy, too. Like, you know, if we was sleeping, like sleeping in the same room, then I'll be like, yo, let's let's do this. Because I, I do, let, let, let me clear it up. I do enjoy sex. I am sexual. I'm very primal, sexual. I love women. Oh, man, they look fantastic. They turn me on. The hugging revs me up. You know, the kissing, the making out, I'll be ready to, ready to go. But since I'm single, I'm not around that energy all the time. I can be like, all right, I'm cool. I'm cool, you know. But I guess in the relationship, but I've never really experienced a relationship where it was hard for me to get sex. 
Honestly, like, you know, I've never really been turned down like that within a relationship. Like, man, can, can we just do it tonight? I've never been to, come on, can we do it tonight? Like, you know, in my relationships, if I was ready, she was she was down. She was like, oh, well, let's get it in. Then, you know, we getting it in. So I, I, don't really, I, don't, I don't really know the struggle of not being able to get sex from your girl. From from my standpoint, like you know, I I never really struggled in that department where I'm like, man, she only she only giving it up like once a week, man. You know, with me, I was just like, you know, I set it off, we get it in, you know, we out here getting it in, you know. I don't know, maybe y'all need to, maybe fellas, you need to to step the the personality game up or the foreplay game up or, or the stimulating their mind up or whatever, because if if she's denying you sex. There's a reason for that, you know? There's a reason for that. Especially if she was like, she's not really into sex from the gate, then maybe she's just not a sexual person. But like if she started out sexual and then she faded off, it might be because she's not getting stimulated mentally, which leads to the physical. It's all it's all connected to the mental first, and then it comes down to the physical. You know what I mean? So just, just see what you can do. You know, maybe maybe in how you talk to her, maybe in how you treat her and stuff like that. And maybe that'll open the sexual waters. You know what I'm saying? Maybe that'll maybe that'll get the juices flowing, no pun intended, on the sexual streets for you guys. But, you know, that starts with you gotta you gotta get their minds, fellas. You gotta you gotta stimulate a woman's mind and then that that leads to the you know what I mean? Whether it's being funny, whether it's being nice, whether it's being supportive, whether it's being just there, you know, little things, massages here and there, just get the mind stimulated. And she'll be like, she'll be like, oh, my panties fell. Can you grab those for me, Hank? And then you could be like, oh, I sure can. And, you know, and then you can cue the porn music. You know what I mean? I don't know. I hope that helped. Uh, Something light, like, uh, this is another topic somebody somebody uh, wrote in. Something light, like, what TV shows are you a fan of? Favorite cartoons from when you were a kid? Oh, and is the mailman going to come back to the Carmichael show? Well, for that last question, the Carmichael show is done now. So the mailman will not be coming back because uh, the show won't be coming back. Um, so... Thanks for remembering I was on the Carmichael show as the mailman, but the mailman won't be coming back. Um, what else did you ask? What TV shows am I a fan of and favorite cartoons when I was a kid? Favorite cartoons when I was a kid? Transformers. Transformers, G.I. Joe, uh, Muppet Babies. Uh, I like the Gummy Bears. I like the Visionaries, Silverhawks. Voltron, um, what else did I enjoy? Like all those little action cartoons that didn't really make it past one season, like Mask, and you could tell they were just trying to push toys. Uh, I remember um, Braveheart, and uh, I didn't really like He-Man like that. Like I didn't get into He-Man like that. The He-Man toys were cool. Everybody was Cog Diesel. But I, the cartoon, I just didn't like the cartoon. I don't know if it was the... Because Braveheart and He-Man had the same animators. And I don't know. It was something about the animation I didn't really dig. And they would re-loop a lot of the same scenes. Like He-Man would always run up, look both ways, and then dip to the other side. It was like they would re-loop that same footage a lot. And I don't know. It just didn't feel... I didn't like Orko. Orko... 
And He-Man, the little silly little character. I hated the silly characters. Like, they just had to throw in for comic relief. Like, Snarf on Thundercats, Orko. Slimer was okay in the go- in the real Ghostbusters. That's another cartoon I was a fan of. And it's crazy. Like, the cartoons I was a fan of came on early Saturday morning. Like, I appreciated the Transformers and G.I. Joe because they came on during the week. So I was scrambling home to watch... Um, Watch the cartoons after school. But, like, after school and Saturday morning was key for cartoons, man. Like, if you if you couldn't watch them then, you had to wait. Like, it wasn't no cartoons on at night during the week. Saturday during the day, cartoons is done, son. That's why it was a big deal. It was like, the Cartoon Network? Cartoons all the time? That was exciting. But, man, growing up in the 80s, man, after school... 4.30, them cartoons is off. You know what I mean? So you had that two-hour block. And then Saturday morning by 12, cartoons is done, son. So you just had to wait. You was cartoonless until Monday morning. And you had the morning cartoons, too. Usually, though, the morning cartoons were like Popeye, Looney Tunes, Woody Woodpecker. They were like the old school joints. Today. Like real early, you would get the old, old Betty Boop and like Black and white, still got people in blackface cartoons, man, like super early. But, um, yes, you would get your little dose in the morning. But you hated life in the morning. Like the weekday mornings when you're getting ready for school, you hated life at that time because you didn't want to go to school. You were like, man. So you were just watching the cartoons while you ate cereal. But those those cartoons uh, were like my my favorite joints. Transformers, G.I. Joe. All that good stuff. Uh, even though G.I. Joe, I had my complaints because nobody would ever get killed or shot. And I felt like, you know, a lot of times Cobra was just too weak. But um, Transformers is my number one cartoon growing up as a kid. Absolutely. That was my number one joint. Transformers. Optimus Prime. I love Optimus Prime. Man. Jazz. Optimus Prime and Jazz were like my favorite cats. Starscream's voice got on my nerves, man. Old whiny-ass backstabber. But, you know, my TV shows now, TV shows growing up. I don't know if y'all want my TV shows growing up or now. TV shows growing up, The Cosby Show. Um, my mom used to watch dramas like Hill Street Blues and like St. Elsewhere. But for me, like, you know, I would watch stuff like Alf, um, you know, The Cosby Show, uh, Married with Children, stuff on Fox. Like, uh, I remember Get a Life. Um, I started watching Cheers. Um, what else was I watching? Perfect Strangers, Full House, uh, Family Matters, of course. I was watching TV shows like that. And then as I got older, you know, it was like Fresh Prince was cracking. And um, I was watching stuff like Rock, True Colors that lasted like one season, but it was dope. Um, and then, you know, as I got older, started Martin came out. New York Undercover, Living Single, Seinfeld. Um, I was watching Seinfeld heavy. Then I would watch those. I started watching Friends, and then they were trying to find other hits within the must-see TV on NBC to, to match with Friends and Seinfeld. They'd be like Caroline in the City and the Single Guy. These joints didn't work out like you know Seinfeld and Friends were, but they were trying. They were trying at Home Improvement and like uh, I never liked Roseanne. But I remember Roseanne was cracking. 
uh, the Steve, I remember the Steve Harvey show. The first Steve Harvey show was uh, me and me and the boys, or me and my boys. I didn't know who Steve Harvey was, but I would watch that show, Hanging with Mr. Cooper. And then, you know, they did UPN, CW, so they were showing a lot of shows like that. And then that's when I started transitioning into college, so I, I wasn't watching as much TV at that point. But uh, the TV shows now, um, Modern Family is really good. Modern Family is a funny-ass show. I don't watch it on the regular, but it's funny. I enjoy it. Law and Order for my binge hotel watching. I like Forensic Files. Um, Seinfeld is my favorite TV comedy of all time. Uh, I do enjoy Bob's Burgers, The Simpsons still. Uh, Family Guy is funny, but, you know, uh, I have an issue with Family Guy. I'll touch on that in a future podcast I'm running out of time. Um, what else? Um, oh, Breaking Bad, The Wire, The Sopranos, you know, HBO shows are just Boardwalk Empire. Um, I was watching The Walking Dead. I faded off. I'm still on season one of Game of Thrones. Ozark on Netflix is dope. Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, Daredevil. Uh, I still didn't watch The Defenders. Iron Fist was whack as hell. Um, just stuff like that. I like Rick and Morty. I like Adventure Time. I like the regular show. Um, you know, stuff like that. So those are the kind of TV shows I enjoy dabbling in, you know. But, uh, shoot, we done ran out of time, man. That was a quick 30 minutes, man. I might have to make verbal cardio an hour. Who knows? I probably won't. I'm going to keep it 30 minutes. But we got other topics for the future, man. And uh, I appreciated you guys that chimed in. All these questions were from my Facebook peeps. I didn't even get into the uh, Instagram piece. So I'm going to do that on the next one. And then we'll go from there. Um, hopefully, I helped you out with a dickhead supervisor, man. Let that supervisor know how you feel out here, man. Ain't no games out here. Ain't no games out here, man. Anyway, man, dudes, stop trying to get a holleritical gain by shitting on another dude or putting another dude under the bus or just comparing yourself to the other dude just for your own gain with a chick, man. That's wax sauce, man. Anyway, man. I want to thank y'all. Please subscribe to my YouTube page. It's Tony Baker Comedy on YouTube. Thanks for watching here. Leave comment in the comment sections. Uh, like this. Share it. Uh, spread the word. You can get you can get verbal cardio on iTunes. You can get it on SoundCloud. Uh, please, man, check us out. Spread the word. And I appreciate y'all listening. I'm at Tony Baker Comedy on Instagram, on Snapchat, Tony Baker Comedy on Facebook. Hit me up on all platforms. Please, Facebook, I'm more likely to see it. If you, if you comment about verbal cardio under a verbal cardio post, I'm more likely to see it. That'd be great. Thank y'all so much for rocking with me as usual. And thank y'all for tuning in to another session of that verbal cardio.